0: Hi, people. If you were born in the 90s, do you remember anti-drug PSAs? If you don't, it's probably because you now do drugs. I don't endorse doing drugs, by the way, but I do endorse watching old anti-drug PSAs. If you happen to find yourself high on something... And gird your loins, where seas sees another installment of Cursed Fan Fiction is coming up. Lois from Family Guy... Get ready to feel the burn. That's right. She's gonna fuck Bernie Sanders. Uh, Sadie? Yes, Joanne. What fresh hell is this? This is gonna be great, I promise. Breaking news, if you are receiving this right now, it's because you're a huge bitch. Ugh, Christ. What fresh Fresh hell hell is this? Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Okay, worsties. as you know, every day I'm out here grinding. But something that we don't talk about enough is the mental grind. And that is where better help comes in. As you probably know, when you're grinding every day, you can get stuck focusing on problems instead of solutions. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. And a good therapist can help you get there. BetterHelp is an online counseling service that has professional counselors in all 50 states. And they are here to talk to you about anything that you're having issues with, whether it be depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters. And it's more affordable than other traditional mental health services. And they have financial aid available, which is very important because as you may know, mental health can be very expensive. When I was in college, that was something I struggled with a lot, trying to find a counselor that would accept my insurance, that was nearby, that I could speak to. And it took a long time to find someone that was available to me. So this is a great way to have someone available for you at all times. And if you're listening to this podcast anyway, there's a good chance that you should be talking to someone. (laughs) Visit BetterHelp.com slash Stanzi today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash Stanzi, S-T-A-N-Z-I. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Let's get mentally stable, Worsties. Hello and welcome to What Fresh Hell Is This With Me, it's Stanzi Battenza. Welcome back, episode 32. I hope that uh, you've all been having a good week. I, <laughs> I'm i so burnt out right now. I have been just like, it's. that's the thing. It's like I'm not even just burnt out. It's like I'm, I'm pre-burnt out from all of the shit that's about to go down in my life. I'll talk about some of it uh, a little bit later. I'm going to be going on a trip this week, but uh, my God, I like get back from this trip and then I have I have to go back to Massachusetts for like my cousin's engagement, which I'm very excited because I love her. She's one of my best friends. Very excited, but I'm going to be in Massachusetts for a few days. Then I'm coming back and then like I have a bunch of shit going on in September. Anyone who's been, you know, following for a while knows that September and October are just like fucking crazy for me because I have this series called Talktober, which I renamed. I asked y'all on Instagram what I should rename it. The majority voted for Pocket Creepers. I renamed it because originally it was just a TikTok series. And now that I have a platform on Instagram and YouTube, it doesn't feel right calling it Talktober anymore. That's a scary series where I do like scary short films you know, like 60 second, like 45 to 60 second little short horror clips every day for the month of October. But in order to do that, I have to start like early. I have to start a month or two early. So I've been writing them since like July. I keep having to start earlier and earlier because the first year I did it, I was doing them like in October, which was just like in sync. So I was like, great. I have six of these done. I have like... 20 something left, which was just a lot. And actually, (laughs) when I was filming one of them the first year I did it, the last two seasons, I guess, you know, I filmed them when I was still living in Massachusetts. So I was filming the first year one of them up in my attic, which was like attached to my bedroom, which I didn't fucking like that situation at all. Basements, attics, any doors that lead to places where like people don't like hang out like it's just like I don't like that shit at all for scary spooky purposes yeah I'm going to go in the fucking attic and I'm going to shoot some weird video of myself like in a hospital gown that I ordered on Amazon and like a long black wig but I was filming one of them and the thing about that staircase is that like it was an unfinished staircase there was no railings on it And when you walk up, it splits off into two different sides. So like you could easily like fall over the side and just like crack your fucking head open. But I like was going down the stairs and I missed a step. Like I slid off a step, fell to my knees and slid down the rest of the way. Bro, if I end up sharing like this portion online, like the recorded video. I'm going to insert a picture of my legs. I still have the picture because it was one of the worst things I've ever seen, like on my body. Both of my legs were just black, black and blue and like yellow. It was awful. It hurt so bad. And it was like, I hit the bottom of the staircase and I was like, uh, like if I stand up right now, am I going to fall back down? Because I was like, did I break something just now? Like, I had no idea. My, like, mom and sister come rushing into my room. My, my younger sister's like, are you okay? And she is such a fucking asshole to me all the time. So, like, for her to show, like, a certain level of concern for my well-being, I'm like, I know that it's real. I know that what just happened was serious because Nella just came rushing to see if I was, like, alive. And I just got up, and I just laid down in bed, and I was like, that was so painful they're like are we taking you to the hospital i was like no i have a nail appointment in like 45 minutes and it's like i was getting like really nice designs because it was for halloween so so i did that instead i went to boston and i got my nails done while my legs were just like they still haven't fully healed that's the other thing is that like if you closely look at my legs you will see like just slight It's only like you have to really be paying attention. There's like a slight discoloration in the front of my legs from that bruise that happened in the year 2020. Was it? Yeah, it was 2020, October of 2020. Still there. This was not a planned (laughs) part of this episode. (laughs) I just went to this tangent. I think it's because I saw a photo of it today and I was just like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was pretty fucked up. I ended up going to physical therapy, not for that. I went to physical therapy for back problems, which was just to get my insurance company to sign off on letting me like get a breast reduction. So it was just a scam. It was just like this little scam that you have to kind of go through in order to like seem legit. But I was like, but hey, I was like, okay, so like you and I both know that I don't really give a fuck about physical therapy. (laughs) And like, What you're doing right now, it's not really about, like, actually helping me. Like, we're just using you as a tool to get to the next thing because I don't But while we're here, my knee has been fucked up since I fell down a flight of stairs. So I did have him check that out a little bit. So I actually did get something out of physical therapy. But anyway, why am I talking about that? Right. I'm burnt out. I'm just a little like I know that there's a lot of busyness that's coming and I don't know how to handle that. Maybe I just need to do, like, a a shroom trip and then, like, have some sort of enlightenment. But speaking of drugs, the other day I went over to my friend Roger's apartment. My friend Roger just got a new apartment and, you know, lives in Manhattan now, was living in Brooklyn. So convenient, much closer to me. It's easier to go see him. So he had my friend Olivia and I over the other day. And we were, like, gonna go to a bar and stuff, get some drinks and, like dinner, but there was this like restaurant that she got in her head. I sent it in the group chat the other day. I'm like, we have to go to this restaurant called Taco Mahal, which is like a Mexican Indian restaurant, like combo, which like for me, those are like my top two foods. Like if I could eat either one of those for the rest of my life, like I would be so happy. So they were like, let's combine these two things. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. They have like tacos but it's, like, instead of, like, a tortilla or whatever, it's naan. It's, like, garlic naan that they use for the taco. And then they put, like, chicken tikka masala in there with, like, shredded cabbage and shit. So it's, like, she's like, it's just so good. But she really wanted that. So we were, like, okay, well, then let's order in instead. And then we were, like, well, you know, might as well just, like, fucking stay here the whole time and just get high. Just let's do edibles. Eat Taco Mahal. and instead of watching, like, a show, like, a normal person, for some reason, like, Roger always has, like, really weird, obscure things that he, like, hyperfixates on, and then, like, we have to watch that, like, as, like, an audience just together. Like, we have to watch this, like, weird shit. So, like, for a bit, we had, like, vines on. We were looking at old vines and watching them. But then it turned into, like, we just started watching (laughs) anti-drug PSAs. And this got me thinking, like, you just do not see anti-drug PSAs like you used to. Like when I was a kid, oh my God, it was like every other commercial. There was this company, and this was, this was like after Dare, which was is like if you're like an 80s, 90s kid, like you know Dare. And there was another one around when I was probably like middle school, high school, called Above the Influence. And they were, like, really aggressive with, like, anti-drug PSAs, And if you look them up on YouTube, like, it's really funny looking back. Because I think people probably thought at the time they were, like, profound and, like, deep. And you were like, wow, that's fucking crazy. I'm not going to do drugs. But then when you watch it, (laughs) when you watch it while you're doing drugs, it's so trippy. It's like, like ironically, like a great thing to watch when you're kind of fucked up because you're like, whoa, what's going on? Like in one of the PSAs, it's just this girl. She kind of looks like me. She's like in a like a gray sweatshirt and she's like in the kitchen. And then her dog jumps on the table and the dog is like, hey, like you're not like yourself when you do drugs. And I miss my friend. I'll be outside. (laughs) (laughs) The dog sounds like a dubbed anime character. He's like, anyway, I'll be outside. Stop doing drugs. And I think at the time, people were probably like, oh my God, like her dog like misses her, but she's doing so many drugs that she can't even like, and she's just smoking weed. Like she's just smoking weed, but it's like, wow, this like broke her relationship with her dog. And then there was another one where it's like, They basically have this girl who's, like, deflated. Like, it's not a girl. They, like, have some sort of, like, blow-up doll or balloon or something. And it's just laying deflated on the couch. And it's like, well, you know, like, Suzanne really likes to smoke weed. So this is all we do now. We just sit here on the couch, not doing anything. Because she smokes weed. It's, it's, like, so crazy how the culture around, like, weed has changed so drastically just in the last, like, 10 years, I guess. But it was really funny to, like, sit there really fucked up on some, like, delicious edibles that I bought from a friend of mine. Like, uh, like great stuff. I'm so fucked up, and I'm just, like, sitting here on a loop watching anti-drug PSAs from, like, the early 2000s. (laughs) We had a good time. It also reminded me of, like, when I was in health class, like, when I was a freshman in high school, like, my health class was like, yeah, we, like, we're gonna do this little competition where, like, whoever makes the best anti-drug poster (laughs) is gonna get an award or something, and, like, we're gonna put your name on a plaque. And it's going to hang up in the school forever. So I was like, I'm artistic. I will absolutely like submit my little artwork into this thing. So I made a poster. I made an anti-drug poster. And it was like, I don't know, like a girl, like walking down a path and like the beginning of the path, it's like a city, but like the buildings are cigarettes and stuff. And then you get further down. And then I think, I this, this was a while ago. I was like 15. This was like 11 years ago. You get like further down the path and it was like nature, which is very deep and profound. <laughs> and I won. I went to like an award ceremony and they put my name on a plaque for this really profound and deep poster that I made when I was 15. And a month ago, I did off of a stranger's house key. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny how things change. (laughs) Worsties, we will be right back. Welcome back. Speaking of drugs, though, and this is something that I found out today, apparently nutmeg is a psychedelic. If you consume enough nutmeg, you will get fucked up. And this isn't me endorsing that. Please. God. Okay. Please understand that, like, I am not telling you to go fucking snort nutmeg. I'm actually actively telling you not to do it. Don't consume several milligrams of nutmeg to get fucked up and start hallucinating. Don't do that. Don't. But apparently you can, and it works. And (laughs) because that's the thing, I'm just like, I do have nutmeg. (laughs) But I also have shrooms. I'm like, why would I do that? Like, I, I trust the shrooms more than what I've heard about the nutmeg trips because it's like you do a lot of it. And then it's like, there's like a short term memory thing. And like you just like are not retaining anything that's happening to you in the moment. And some people like do hallucinate. And some guy said that he went on like a nutmeg trip. And like long after this party that he went to ended, he decided to go into the woods by himself in the middle of the night and take pictures of the stars. But then he started seeing figures in the trees. And then one of the figures turned into a bear and started chasing him back to his house. But apparently it also makes everything you eat taste phenomenal. And like, like listening to music, I guess, sounds really good when you're fucked up on nutmeg. I actually feel weird about this right now because I am I feel like I'm about to start like some sort of nutmeg Like I feel, don't do it. Like, don't. I would actually like do shrooms before you do nutmeg, I would say. Because I don't know. I've never done, I've never done that. I don't really plan on doing that. Just don't do it. Like, you're going to hurt yourself. Some girl, just like, she documented the fact that she had to like, she put like, she put nutmeg in her cookies instead of cinnamon. And they had like 20 cookies. And then she was like, why am I fucked up right now? I just had some cookies that I made. And then they, like, called... She was British, so not 911, but, like, 111. And they just thought she was, like, smoking weed. And they were like, oh, like, I don't know. We just made these cookies. And, like, maybe one of them went bad. And then they like, like, oh, nutmeg. And they were like, oh, you should go to the hospital. You should go to the hospital for nutmeg. That's insane. The things that we just, like, have in our house as regular household items that could put us on a literal, like, psychedelic trip is crazy. But also speaking of psychedelic trips, I think this is really funny. Bryce Hall, who, if you, like, don't know, is, like, pretty well-known TikToker. I think he's in, like, the Hype House. Actually, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Charlie D'Amelio, like, that kind of gang, that little... I don't know. I don't know. But, like, one of the big dancey boys who was kind of known for being like an asshole on TikTok, went on some like podcast to basically be like, yeah, I I sort of decided to change my whole persona. And it was all due to like a shroom trip that I went on. And then someone stitched that with a tweet that someone had made a while ago, which is like, men will go on a shroom trip and discover empathy, which feels important. And I needed to say that because that is so true. Moving on (laughs) from drugs. Don't do nutmeg. (laughs) Moving on. I discovered yesterday that I could do another character voice that I didn't know before. It was just like one of those things where I just like tried it out and I was like, oh, I can do this voice. And I don't watch the show, but if you watch Family Guy... Lois from Family Guy, I was like, I can do her voice because right now (laughs) there's an audio popping off on TikTok right now where she's like, Peter, our horse is here. (laughs) So I just said that to myself. I was like, oh, I'm actually, I can do that pretty well. And so then people today were like, you have to write Uh, a curse fanfiction with Lois. Like, you have to do it. And I was like, yes, I do. But I was like, I don't know, like, another man that I could do. And then I unfortunately figured out, like, the best option. So without further ado, curse fanfiction. Lois from Family Guy and Senator Bernie Sanders. It started off as any normal Wednesday. The air was cooler than it had been, and Lois was taking a moment to appreciate the sun shining through the window when there was a knock on the front door. Lois walked over to the door and opened it. Peter, is that you? Hello, ma'am, how are you today? Said the man, who was Bernie Sanders. Oh, I thought you were Peter. Senator Sanders, what are you doing here? Lois, I have come here today to encourage you to vote for me in the 2024 presidential election, said Bernie. Oh my, you are canvassing already? I gotta say, you're getting pretty old, aren't you? Shouldn't you be retiring already? Lois, about three months ago, I possessed the body of Senator Ted Cruz to allow me access to the gates of hell in order to plead with the demons to grant me immortality. I signed a blood oath with Beelzebub and now I can continue to run for president until the earth is inevitably swallowed by the sun long after global warming has wiped out the rest of the population explained Senator Bernie Sanders. Well, geez, you sure mean business. I wish my husband Peter took me half as seriously as you take your career. Lois was suddenly feeling bashful and turned her face away from the senator. Well, Lois, if given the chance, I would take you that seriously. My colleagues often praise me for being great at multitasking. Oh, please said Lois. I'm sure you're far too busy running for president to pay attention to a woman like me. Bernie and his weary bones walked up the stairs to the front door to face Lois. My wife Jane, she's getting old. She didn't sign a deal with Beelzebub. And every president needs a second first lady, Lois. The senator and Lois exchanged a passionate kiss as the front door closed. It will take me about 25 minutes to undress, so meanwhile, allow me to tell you about how the top 1% of Americans are making more than the bottom 90%. Lois watched as Bernie pulled down his trousers to reveal what appeared to be a third leg. Peta. The horse is here. Thus began a night of passion so fierce it would make Matt Gates blush. Oh my God, Bernie! Right there, Lois. Oh, it feels so hot, Bernie. Oh Lord, Lois. Nothing has ever felt this good oh, in right my there, life, Bernie. You're so much fatter than Peter. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so bad every time. Jesus Christ. All right, well, just so you know, that was as painful to write, as I'm sure it was for you to listen to. But keep in mind, like, y'all ask for this, okay? You ask for it, so don't come DMing me later, you know, complaining about how you were gagging. Like, you stay because you love this shit, okay? You love it. Anyway, um, <laughs> also, you know, but something I do want you to let me know, right? <laughs> you know if you want me to make these longer cuz right now they're just like a little portion of the episodes let me know if you want a full blown just fucking curse fan fiction episode like a multi character like the Stanzi fan fiction multiverse yeah you let me know All right worsties thank you so much for tuning in today and I will see you next week What Fresh Hell Is This? was written by me, Stanzi Potenza. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People who make this podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Saab, Chris Jacobs, Brian Rivers, Carter Wogan, and Ann Fuse. Special thanks to Gabrielle Rose at Dulcedu and all of my friends and family. If you love What Fresh Hell Is This, share it with a friend. And if you really want to over-deliver, please leave a five-star review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Stanzi Potenza on TikTok and at Stanzi Potenza everywhere else to stay up to date on everything I've got going on. Until next time, have a great week and I will see you in hell.